Welcome to the That's Teaching Life podcast, where I help keep teachers motivated and inspired. Hey there, welcome along to the second episode of 2024 of That's Teaching Life with your host, Richard Butler. And today I want to talk about the very, very important element of goal setting. Now, I know it's something you've heard before. I know it's something that maybe you've done many times. But the problem is that if you don't have your goals set, how do you know what you are actually striving towards? And this is something that a lot of people in general struggle with, but a lot of uh, online teachers and teacher entrepreneurs struggle with. They don't know what they want. They don't know what the end goal is. So in today's episode, we're going to look at how to set some good goals. So as teachers, we are used to actually setting goals, believe it or not, not for ourselves, but for our students, because let's take an analogy. Let's look at 2024 and what we want to achieve as the syllabus. And within that syllabus, we have a general overview of what we want to achieve. And then what we do is we break that down into individual lesson plans for each month or each week, depending on how often you teach. And within those lesson plans, we have aims and objectives. And we have some form of assessment to ensure that those objectives have been met. So think about that like goal setting. You want to set up a syllabus, a goal for the year, and then you want to break those goals down into manageable objectives. And you want to be able to assess those objectives to see if you've actually achieved them or not. Because if we can't see if we've achieved our goal, then there's very little point in setting the goal. We have to have this objective. And a lot of people don't reach the goals. Why? Because they don't set goals that are really, really concrete. They say, I want to have more students. I want to have more success. But what does that actually mean? I mean, that's a little bit, let's be honest, a bit wishy-washy. So what I want to show you now is, or what I want to talk about now is this idea of smart goal setting. So you see, most goals are set. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Well, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get that, do that. But they are very general goals. They are not very specific. Um, I want to get fit. I want to eat healthy. I want to uh, lose weight. They're very general. And maybe we go after these goals for the first week or two. And then life happens. And Blue Monday comes along, the third Monday of uh, January. And we're like, okay, I'm going to give up because I've broken my diet. So what we want to do, and you've probably heard of this, we want to talk about SMART goal setting. Now, SMART is obviously an acronym, but it is SMART. There are more clever ways of setting goals. The goal has to be specific. Okay, I want to lose weight. Not very specific. I want to lose weight uh, and I want to lose three kilos this month. A lot more specific, a lot more what we're going to come on to now, measurable. Okay, so now I'm at 80 kilos. In a month, I should be at 77 kilos. It has to be achievable. And I think this is where people fall down, that they may have it specific, they may have it measurable, but it's not achievable. It's like as if I say right now, I want to run the London Marathon uh, in July, 
I don't even know when the London Marathon takes place, but let's say it's in July. I have to ask myself, is that achievable? I mean, at my current level of fitness, can I achieve that? For me, it's going to be very, very difficult. For somebody who is a triathlon runner, it's going to be very easy because they are used to uh, used to running these long distances. So achievable is very subjective because I'm not going to say I want to earn $10,000 a week with my teaching business because if I haven't even made $10 in a week, then it's not achievable. But for somebody who is, you know, a multimillionaire, $10,000 a week is nothing if they're starting a new business. Ask yourself then the next uh, after achievable is, is it relevant? I mean, is it relevant to your life, this goal? Is is this something you really need? Is this something you really want? Uh, how is that going to affect other people? I mean, if you say that you want to earn an extra 2000 a month, does that mean you have to take away from family time? Is that really good? Is that really something that you want to to do to earn more money but take away from your family time? And the last part of the SMART acronym is, is there a time frame to it? Is it time bound? Because if I say I want to earn an extra 2,000 euros or dollars, I mean, yeah, I could do that, but it might take me two years. So there's no point in having a goal without some sort of time frame. And again, always think, is it relevant? Is it achievable? Because if I say I want to earn $2,000 or 2,000 euros in the next two hours, well, maybe that's not achievable. Maybe that's not at all relevant to me. Um, so think on that basis. Is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it achievable? Is it relevant? Is it timely? Now, once you have those goals set out, then things become easier. One of the things that we have to really think about is, you know, if we don't set achievable goals, I mean, we're bound to fail and that can be wrong. Um, your, your goals won't always go as you planned, even if you have them smart, because something will come up. And we're going to talk a little bit about that when we talk about, you know, tracking, tracking progress and about uh, motivation, etc. But understand that a lot of the times, the goal and a learning objective of the goal can actually be the journey rather than the the actually receiving that goal because you may decide yeah actually this is what i thought i wanted but now i've actually learned that what i want to do is i want to create online courses instead of teaching 40 hours a week and i thought i wanted to increase the amount of pupils that i had or the amount of clients that i had so think about that as well that going through this it's a journey. Now, I want to just um, talk about, a, about the next important thing, which is tracking progress. So once, you, once you've set your goals, once you have it measurable, you need to keep tracking your progress because imagine if you didn't check in with your goals and you didn't track your progress. Um, you won't know how far you've got. And, and a very good exercise to think about is even right now to think where you were this time last year. Uh, in 2023, in the second week of January, where were you and how far have you come? 
And when I look back on my progress, sometimes I think, woof, I need to get more clients. I need to do this. I need to do that. Um, and I think, wow, but look where I was last year and look where I am this year. So make sure that you track your progress in order to boost and to give yourself more self-confidence. Now, one of the things that is very, very important is people ask me, should I create big, massive goals? Because a lot of people say, well, create this extraordinary goal of wanting to make a million dollars this year. I always say to people, creating the goal is subjective because what you don't want is you don't want to create such a massive goal that you don't reach it. And okay, maybe you say a million dollars and maybe you you earn 50,000. For some people, that would be wonderful. For other people, they will say, oh, that's useless. I didn't achieve my, my mark. So be realistic. I mean, if 5,000 is a stretch for you, well, that's good. But don't say, I want to earn 50,000 a month because then you'll feel disappointed. Now, I mentioned the word stretch there, and you do need to have a bit of a stretch goal, because if I say, well, I want to earn an extra 100 euros a week, I mean, maybe I'm not pushing myself far enough on that. Maybe I could easily do that. So what I want to do is I want to make sure that I stretch myself a little bit, but I don't want to have this ridiculous goal that is going to be too difficult for me to actually achieve. Um. I mean, we always want to do the best we can, but make sure you know your limits because what I find is this is like building blocks. Once you achieve that extra 500 a month, next month, say, I want to make 750 extra. The next month, it's a 1,000, and that makes it a lot easier. And one of the things, like going back to the analogy of the uh, syllabus, when you break it down, it becomes easier. When you break down your goals, it becomes easier. Because if you say my goal is 50,000 a month or 50,000 a year, that seems a lot. But if you break that down, that's, let's say, 5,000 a month if you take two months off. Okay, 5,000 a month, that's just an extra, more or less, 1,200 euros or dollars per week. Okay, that sounds more achievable. So make sure that you break down your goals so that you have your lesson plans. Now, one of the things that I've found that I have to get into the habit of doing is is having an agenda and writing down what I need to do because otherwise I forget, otherwise I get too excited, otherwise what happens is I I just I forget to do things. So have your goals written down, check in with your goals um, as often as you can, and make sure that you continue to stay motivated. And let's just finish on that topic. Now, what happens when things don't work out? Because life will always throw you a curveball. And if you feel things aren't working out, how do you stay motivated? Well, the first thing that you have to do is you have to know what your why is. Why are you doing this? And the one thing that I say when you want to discover your why is I say be selfish. And let me let me tell you what I mean by this. Don't say I want to do this for my family. I want to do this for my partner because let me give you a little bit of of, a background to what happened. I started to do that and I said, I'm doing this for my wife. I'm doing this for my kid. And then my marriage fell apart. And suddenly I had no why because I had no, I had no marriage anymore. So for me, your why has to be for you. It's like the person who says, I'm going to give up smoking because my kids don't like it. 
but they actually, they don't really want to give up smoking. And then what can happen is there can be resentment for that person. And it also allows you to um, have an excuse as to why you didn't achieve your goals. Oh, well, because my marriage broke up, I didn't achieve my goals. So I always say the first person I want to uh, please is myself. I want to make sure that my why is for me. Why do I want this? I want more freedom. I want to be calm. I don't want to have any challenges in my life, etc. I want to make sure that I feel at ease. So this is very, very important. Make sure that you know what your why is. Make sure that your why is something that you um, decide on. Make sure that your why is, is personable. Personable. Make sure that it is personal. So my why, as I said, is to have freedom. Now, the other thing is you need to have support. You need to be in a supportive community because a lot of the times when you try and achieve more, people will knock you down. And why do they do that? Because they see you elevating yourself. They see you getting better and they say, hey, hold on a second. Who does Richard think he is? And they say, that's not going to work out. So have your cheerleaders, have your supporters. Now, obviously, if you have any questions, um, reach out to me, richard at richardbutler.coach, and I will gladly answer any questions. Make sure that you grab the podcast notes. Um, and let's build up a community to help each other. Make sure that, you know, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn, on Facebook, etc. So what is the key takeaway here? The key takeaway is that we need to have goals set. We need to be able to track those goals and check in with them once a week, once a month, etc. And perhaps before you set your goals, reflect on how well you've done in the last year, because this is something that can be difficult. This can be something that, you know, motivation can um, definitely wane. And what I want to talk about next week is overcoming limiting beliefs, because a lot of teachers and even I we have limiting beliefs that we must get through. So I'll talk to you in the next episode. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast to be kept up to date when I release new episodes.